Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Bradfoe Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradfoe Show. That's delicious. How do you fix the Red Sox? That's the, that's the topic today. And I have brought in somebody who is going to be contributing on a at least uh, regular to semi-regular basis. Pitcher Nick. Nick Fryer. I'm going to call him Pitcher Nick. All right, I can live with you, that. You really don't like that nickname. Too. I, well, I don't think it's very creative. It's uh, well, you, I asked. I literally asked you. I said, "What's? Do you have a nickname?" And you said, "What is it?" I've been called Fry Dog. Fry, by, that's, oh my goodness, that's that sucks. It's better than Pitcher Nick. Pitcher Nick. I've been called Fry. Well, the thing is, Rob, that I was called that by people in my youth, uh, in college, and in my professional career so far. So I don't know what to your tell professional you. career. Who, who are you hanging out with? I didn't hear that once. Uh, the, people, the television stations that I work with, some of the people there call me Fry Dog. Again, television people are the most uncreative people in the history of the you world. You do realize that you go on television, right? I'm not a television – as you as you can <laughs> see, I'm not a television bird. I, I don't – You're still on TV. I don't know what you're I, I, I don't – if, if the makeup goes doesn't go on, then you're not a television person. There are plenty of people who are on TV that shouldn't be, but they still there, are. There are some – I should not lump everybody in the same basket. There are some creative people in television, but those people you're <laughs> hanging out with calling – you fry dog is is, is, that's terrible so anyway as someone as someone who uh when i first had my twitter handle at bradfell right Mm -hmm. i had a producer here say that's the dumbest twitter handle of all time and i'm thinking oh my god you're so dumb because the whole idea is you want it short preferably right Mm -hmm. and you want it memorable yeah right and then a a, a thousand t-shirts sold later (laughs) Then there you go. Give it away later. Sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, So anyway. So you're saying I should change my Twitter handle to Pitcher Nick. You should. But I I also can talk about other things besides pitching and baseball. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. That, uh, it's like you, so you know this is what we learned from the barstool crew, right? Yeah. I mean those those nicknames aren't good. I mean you wouldn't say they, I mean <laughs> right? You say they're good now. Big Cat is better than Pitcher Nick. PFT it, Commenter is better than Pitcher barely, Nick. Fry but, Dog is in the but, same. But, league. If, but if you went into it and said, "Here, here's PFT Commenter," 
you know, commentator or whatever. <laughs> commentator. It is. Yeah. I mean, if you said that initially, be like, what kind of nickname is that? The whole I, you're gonna that just, one's weird. Just trust me. So you're Pitch saying your neck. I, I'll think about it. I'm also gonna think about making it fry dog too. Let's see, see how. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll put out a poll. Maybe I'll put out fry, a poll. Fry dog is is no. It's it's just it's not creative. It's not creative. All right, I, I, don't, I don't tell you. I didn't make it up. You made up. You're the one person who's ever called me Pitcher Nick. I know. I now just apparently today. a bunch I, of people are going to do it. Right. Thanks to Pitcher you, Pitcher Nick. They're, like Manager John. Yeah. Yeah. Like Manager John. Player yeah. David. God. Every time I hear Manager John, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Ma- is it going to be Manager, manager Alex? Oh, Manager I, Brad. Well, apparently this is the place you go to, right? If you want to be the next manager of the Red Sox, right? The, the, this podcast. Yes. So I'm. So I'm in line you're, to be. You're the, in the, the loop. Yeah. yeah. At some, least bench coach. At least bench coach. I can live with that. Yeah. The the potential. Although Brad Osmus has never been on this podcast, and Rodden Gardenhire hasn't either. Well, that's the whole thing, Rob, is that Alex Cora was on it, and he's you know 99.9% chance he's going to be, right? Well, we'll see. By the time this airs, who knows? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but anyway, speaking along those lines, we are here to talk about the Red Sox, and you uh, being a uh, – because your name is Pitcher Nick and because you used to pitch <laughs> in a high, high level, uh, we're not going to say what level. It could be the major leagues. Who knows? But you, let's just say that I do I, have a baseball I, reference I, page. I do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you're the only person uh, who is sat in that chair that has a baseball reference page. Tim Britton sat in that chair uh-huh. does not have a baseball reference page. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. Wow, so, so when you go to baseball reference, now I can put nickname. You know how the nickname is uh, baseball don't. reference? God, like like Ortiz was Cookie Monster forever. <laughs> He was? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. It said Cookie Monster. And so now I'm going to put Pitcher Nick. Another nickname that doesn't make any sense. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, Pitcher Nick. Um, we're going to do a, a, a fun game because uh, you know, we have a lot of high-level interview interviewees on this, as you referenced. Alex Cora is a regular on it. We just had Johnny Gomes recently. Uh, Dennis Eckersley, Xander Bogarts were the two before that. Um, but I also just like to kick back and hear in the Bradfoe Show studios and talk <laughs> some ball, Pitcher Nick. <laughs> and um, so, w- as as we know, the off season is one of the most popular sports in Boston. Uh, the off season for the Red Sox—that yeah. is a absolute fact and truth. Yes. So I'm going to ask you. We'll, we'll play this game. The wheel of the wheel of um, uh, fixing the Red Sox. Ready? Okay. Let's spin the wheel. All right, we're spinning the wheel, and it, it lands at what do you do in terms of actually getting somebody who can hit the ball out of the gosh darn park <laughs> in this lineup? Because you would you would agree with it. This is, oh this my is God. one of the biggest problems. It's a it. huge problem, Robin. And I look at three guys, you know, going into the off season. Uh, there's obviously Hosmer, who everybody's talked about because he's a clubhouse guy. He's actually third on my list. Oh, third. Yes. Okay. Uh, then there's J.D. Martinez. He's number two? Number two. Oh, don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Don't. 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 You're not a Giancarlo Stanton fan? Hey, oh, of course I'm a Giancarlo Stanton fan. Sounds like you're not. No, but why, why would you do that? Why would you Why would you allocate half your team for this guy? You think right? it's going to take half the team? I think it's going to take a couple of okay. important pieces to do it. It's almost like you're going to get to the point with, with this trade where I feel like you're going to be playing for the tie. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you're going to be giving up so much value. And this isn't, like, Mancada and Kopech value. This is, like, Benintendi value. This is Major League value. Yes. There is no way you're going to do what they did with the White Sox when you get Stanton. Yep. Right? I, I understand right? So that. you're playing for the tie. You think it's a tie. I don't think so. I think there are a few guys on this team who may do well elsewhere that won't do as well in Boston. Or oh, but, they, oh, they wait, so much- What does that matter? 
What does what does that matter? Because it doesn't. Because they're not going to do well here. What are you Dave Dombrowski's going to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Derek Jeter, you're going to have to trust me on this." <laughs> that, that that Jackie Bradley, mm. you know, he's he only one hit, of the guys. He, yep. Yeah, he, he only hit you know whatever he hit this year. He only did that, but when he gets to you, he'll be really really good. But so you, you should value him. Differently. First of all, his defense is is very valuable. Oh, it right? is. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, you're you're talking about his offense only, so I just want to make that clear. Okay. I don't want to leave any stone unturned. That's great. Rob. Jackie Bradley, centerpiece of a Giancarlo State. He wouldn't be my centerpiece of this trade. Right, who would he, be? Xander would. Okay. So yes. Well, even would, even yes. In the, even then, right? Okay. This let's, let's play the the pitcher Nick game. And everybody loves it. Oh, the pitcher Nick game. Now we got a game. Now I have yeah, to keep the, the friggin' Nick yeah, game. There Damn you it. go. So <sighs> even even then. Then you say you're trading Xander Bogarts off a we can say there's a down year, right? Yep. Not he not It's not just off a down year. That's not now I'm not I'm not just basing it off one year. No, I know, but but this is what you're trading him. This is you can't Nick, you can't convince these guys, say, you're just going to have to trust me on this one. You wouldn't have to. Is that, it's not what, I'm, what I'm saying is everybody seems to think so highly of Bogarts, other than people around here. And I, look, I think he's a good player. Good. But every, you also, by the way, you, you get him for a few more years before he leaves town. Too. I, I understand that, which yeah. also makes him appealing. And I think Jeter would love Oh, it is? It's appealing? The guy's trading for Xander Bogarts. Yeah, we're really happy you're going to be leaving town in a couple oh, of years. Oh, wait, no, but he's got a couple years here still. I thought you said, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you, Rob. I yeah. thought you said he's going to be here for a couple more years because he is. He's not. Well, a few more years. A few more years. It gives you a chance uh, to get him to fall in love with your team. And... One, two. Isn't two, it 2021? No, no. No, he's no, 2020. No. Jackie Bradley's 2021, right? Yeah, so it's the year after the big free agent class, whenever that is. Okay. Anyways, the point is you have him for a little bit of time. I'll pull up the contract in a second when you start you know, rambling on and yelling at me again. But what I, what I think you get rid of Xander Bogart's a guy that everybody else seems to think highly of. I don't personally. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's you know a Carlos Correa type guy that everybody talks about him becoming. He, he hasn't been that yet. He's not going to be. Okay. He's not Lindor. Some people think who you're replacing him with. That is oh, that is uh, oh, terrible. Uh, well. So so you want to put you want to put you want to trade. I'm not saying that even Miami would do this. You want to trade uh, Xander Bogarts and Jackie Bradley all in one trade, which I I don't know even if that gets it done along with a whoever you want to put it, Jason Groom or whoever. But you want to do that. Without the the logical replacement at shortstop, without the really, well, I guess you could move Benintendi over to center field. My, and this is where you're going to get to number two on your list. And this is what drives me nuts about the Stanton conversation. Stanton, who wouldn't love to have Giancarlo Stanton pitcher Nick? Like, who wouldn't want him? Yeah, I understand that, Robert. You've got to give up a little bit to why, get a little but, bit. But why wouldn't you have the guy, why wouldn't you just say, the guy that we don't have to give up, any draft picks for because he's not eligible for for a qualifying offer. The guy who hit over forty home runs in like not even one hundred and twenty games, and all you have to do is give up money. A, a guy who who is you know his skill set. If you, it would seem that as a DH even that you could probably keep the skill set for the life of a contract. You wouldn't have to give up what you're talking about. You. Pitcher Nick would absolutely ha- get to keep Xander Bogarts and Jackie Bradley and all these other guys and only give up money, not even a draft pick. And that is one, Jeremiah <laughs> David Martinez. I don't know if that's his JD. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's his first name, but I'll address Martinez in a second. But if you're asking about shortstops, we had a guy here. I know he's had you know he's having knee problems. We had a guy here who can play shortstop, and he's a pretty damn good hitter, and I think very highly of him. And that's Eduardo Nunez. 
You go and put him he's at shortstop. A short, he's not a shortstop. He's a, he can absolutely play shortstop. Yeah. I know he's a third baseman no, and a no, second baseman. No, no, he's not a shortstop. At this point, isn't at this point. Because of his I, knee? I, I would, and we'll get to this in the how do you fix the Red Sox. Eduardo Nunez's name will come up again, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be as a as an everyday shortstop. Uh, well, all right, fine. If you don't think he's the everyday shortstop, I'm just looking at guys who are going to be free agents. you got Eric Ibar, Cozart. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Rob. What's a better th- offensive threat? Any of those, either of those two guys, I said, or Nunez, or J.J. Hardy, Alcides Escobar, Jose Reyes, you know, to name a few. Those guys, with one of those guys with Giancarlo Stanton, or Jackie Bradley Jr. and Xander Bogarts. I'll tell you who's hitting more home runs, player X with Giancarlo Stanton. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I I understand, but if you're talking, and and this is what you're, the value, you always come back to the value that you're giving up at the time you're giving it up. Mm -hmm. And, And Xander Bogarts, I think that he'll have a much better year next year. It was bizarre and baffling why they didn't put him on the DL. I mean, this wasn't a a second guess. This was an absolute first guess. The day after, his hand swollen up. Yeah, he got hit by the pitch in July, early July. He comes back from the All Star break. It still hurts, and he still doesn't go on the DL. You go through the entire month of August. It just ruined his stats for the entire year. I actually think he is a, going to be a along the lines of what he was a year before. But my point is, is that you're trading these guys and you keep lumping them in there with this trade, but you're not getting full value of them. It's it's the Hanley Ramirez argument that he, forget about this year. A couple of years ago, I heard Glenn Ordway say this, like, "Oh, Hanley, you gotta, he's not going to be on the team. He's not going to work on team. your Glenn Ordway voice." No, nah, oh, Hanley. No, nah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 my my I, my my vocal cords would burst with that much voice inflection. <laughs> Um, it's it's so you know, it's just t- you know take half of his contract right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's play that out, and, and I guess it goes to this year as well. You take half of Hanley's Ramirez's contract for your the team. You, what are you getting? The, and this is off of last year or the the year he played in the outfield. That team is getting a boatload of uncertainty, just like they would be this year. A boatload of uncertainty whether or not he can actually play baseball at a high level. And they're paying eleven million dollars. Eleven million dollars. And and for the Red Sox, you what what if he is good? Then you're paying eleven million dollars for a guy who you actually would need. Yep. It, the Hanley thing drives me nuts. And it goes back to I get what you're trying to do with Stan. You're not alone, Petra Nick. Mm. But it's it's you just have to if you have other options and you, you have upside from these guys, I think they have upside. You keep the guys, and you go with the option, your option B. Okay. Jer- Look, Jeremiah David I, Martinez. You know, I'm not seeing his full name on his baseball reference page. Really? No, Is that it's, true? It's not on his baseball reference page, but it's probably on his Wikipedia, but I'm not going to go there. But look, I, I that's was— not, That's always right. Yeah, it's always right. <laughs> but I will say, I was more married to the idea of Stanton, um, you know, when the season was nearing its end. But J.D. Martinez— I didn't realize he hit 43 home it's runs. It's amazing. Yes. And like what, 117 games or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. 100, um, 119 games, yeah. yeah. So 43 home runs. He's ob- And he hit over 300. So he's obviously a very impressive player. Um, you know, he did it at Detroit, not necessarily, I know Arizona at the end of the year, but he did it at Detroit, not a um, you know home run friendly ballpark. He's very talented. I like him a lot too. Um, I just, you know, st- the other thing you got to think about too is, Rob, that we were dealing with a team this past year that you know not everybody was a huge fan of. Everybody talked about John. Oh, Carlos don't Stanton do. This year. Oh, don't. That's do that. the other thing too. That's the other thing. You got to consider those things. Too. And you don't think that you don't. I'm think not Dombrowski. I don't have to worry about all you know the other stuff. I'm worried about how 
uh, you know, people feel about this team too. You don't. I know you're very concerned. With I that. am very concerned about. You don't. That. You don't think that if they went out and signed JD Martinez, that people would be. You get a new manager, and you get this guy. Yeah, they would be excited. Yeah, they would be excited. Not in the same capacity as they would if if they got Giancarlo. Uh, Stanton. Sure. Yeah, but again, it's Giancarlo Stanton. I know the first Giancarlo to ever play for the Red Sox. I don't know. <laughs> I think that Yaz's first name actually was Giancarlo before you changed it to, <laughs> to Carl. When, when they came, when they came over. <laughs> Yeah, it, he said we can't have that. Back, it was it was a different time back then. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. It's 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 okay. Great. It's a, it's the truth, Rob. Seriously, Giancarlo Stanton is a star. You know, we talk about all the star power. Oh, he, and he, he, there's he, none he, in baseball. Would, I, I I don't want to get misconstrued here. I, I would love to have a Giancarlo Stanton on my team. Mm-hmm. My team. I don't care what the Red Sox do on my team. Right? Okay, on your team. Yeah. So <laughs> on, on the Bradford team, you have Giancarlo yeah, Stanton and yeah. pitcher Nick. There, there you go. go. Okay, yeah. that's a start. Uh, but it's it's these people who. Are saying you know? Oh, all I have to do is this. It's the same thing we did going back, and you don't remember this probably because you're like two years old. But in <laughs> uh, like in 2007, so in 2007, I remember 2007, 2007, 2008. Uh, Hanley Ramirez was the guy. Hanley Ramirez was the guy. Oh, you give up this package. Felix Fernandez then was the guy. You give up this money, and I think they did try at different levels to do that. The four players for one, mm-hmm. um, but. It's when you have another option. This is what you always come back to. If you have another option, then you should explore that option. I don't know if JD Martinez wants to come to the Red Sox, but they'd be crazy not to to, to find out, mm-hmm. right? Yes. yes. So look, in fairness, look. In fairness, he's a free agent. He's only going to cost you money, nothing else. So if you want to go and get him, you know he's a ready bat too. Um, I'm fine with that. I, I'll say this. I you know when I look at Giancarlo Stanton versus Martinez in terms of how badly I would want one of them on my team. Not much of a gap, you know. I can I can live with Martinez. However, if they go and decide to get Hosmer, which for some reason, Rob, in my gut, I've been feeling like they're going to get Hosmer. Uh, that's the wrong move because he's not going to go and hit. You know, he's in twenty home runs over there, twenty or twenty five. He's but not he's, a but home he, run bat but like he, them. He's not a home run bat, but he's a guy that you can put in the middle of the order who will produce runs. It's, that's that, and that's the biggest. You need, you need a guy who can hit home runs too, Rob. I mean, we've seen you it. do, but you do. But if you went out and you had an off season, even without Giancarlo Stanton. Even if if you had an offseason of J.D. Martinez and Eric Hosmer, which I don't think that'll happen because oh God, no, your, your payroll would be $300 million. <laughs> and and Alex Spirit expertly pointed out in the Boston Globe, uh, you would be drafting like your first-round pick would be like in the 23rd round. That's not actually true, <laughs> but there's a lot of things to consider there. Um, but it's it, you know I, I can't imagine they're going to do this. And this goes to when we're talking about how do you fix Red Sox, I've been saying this for a while. A lot of this revolves around Hanley. Like Hanley mm-hmm. is the the issue here, and um, you know with Hanley, we saw the picture on Twitter of him in the hospital bed, yep. right? Yep. Yes, yes, very concerning. <laughs> I, I like to juxtapose that against my picture of him holding up the Tom Brady bands. Oh, I thought you like to use the picture of him at the garden where he's oh, just yeah. chilling. Well, yeah, he's chilling. <laughs> that's today after the surgery. <laughs> um, but it's you know so yeah, you, he is you, a you, you tell me what you would do. Because this isn't this isn't this isn't cut and dry, and he he's having surgery on the on the shoulders. They say he's going to be ready for spring training, but there is a lot of doubt there. He's twenty two million dollars this year. He needs just under five hundred plate appearances and clearance on the physical. Um, which I guess now you have a surgery, you're probably going to be able to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he plays, he will get 
his vesting option for the next year. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to have this guy for $44 million over the next two years. You better make sure, Nick, that you are going to get a productive Hanley Ramirez. Because if you aren't, that is uh, and not only financially, but positionally. I mean, yeah. this that's the one spot that you can actually get what you're talking about. And that's the, the concern for me in all this is Hanley because, you know, he's a first baseman or a DH. And he really, I mean, all he is is a DH. He's a first baseman. I, I would play him at first. But I, I'm not saying he can't do it, Rob, but I'm saying he doesn't. I mean, we've seen he does, he's not really a huge fan of doing it. No, I, he, I don't I don't think. I think that was a false narrative. You think it was a false narrative? False narrative. That's the first false narrative of the offseason. All right. Well, anyways, either way, um, if he's going to, you know, if he's going to play first base every day, then it makes it a lot easier to go and sign Martinez. But if he's not, if he wants to just be the DH on this team, he just wants yes, to hit. Then you have to go Hosmer. Then you have to go Hosmer. And that's the problem. And that's that's why I think Hosmer's going to be the guy that comes to town. Look, I, he's a, he'll be good for the clubhouse. Or, Lord knows they need that. But I, I, you need a guy who's going to you know, leave the yard a little more frequently than Hosmer does. Or you release Hanlon. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think he, it will he's either. Not, he's not Pablo Sandoval bad. He's not, he, I know he had a down year, but good Lord. But, but the problem is... And, such bad PR, I, too. That was the other thing with Pablo. Yeah, oh, okay, that's, that's fine. He's not Pablo Sandoval bad, and he's not Pablo Sandoval. But if you, if you keep him, and he was what he was this year... And you're paying him $22 million, and he also, why he's doing that, he's, he's racking up the plate appearances? Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Then, then, you, have, then you have another guy you have a, for, for another year, and that's going to be probably worse the mm-hmm. following year. And that's why you have to at least consider it if you do not know what you're going to get with him. That's it, Look, I guess you have to consider it, but you also have to, you know, you talk about, um, you think that Xander Bogarts is going to have, you know, a turnaround. He is. I mean, hey, okay. Well, do you, think he's gonna, do you think he's going to be closer to this year or the previous year, next year? I, I don't think he's, uh, I, I would say, I would say the previous year, I don't think he's, that wasn't, not, last year was not the year he won the batting title, correct? It was two years ago, right? He didn't win the batting title. I mean, he was the second in the batting title. I'm sorry. Finished second in the batting title. Do you think, what, but, what, what do you think his numbers are going to be next year? If I was to guess, I would say he's a 280 hitter. I think he's a 280 hitter and he hits, you know, 12 home runs throughout his career. He's a singles guy for the most part. I, he's out on his front foot all the time. He lunges all the time. But what, he's my, my, a very unorthodox swing. Yes. yes it's, I, it's, I, I agree with And everybody that. loves that him. I agree. He has good hands, but he's. He, He's always lunging. Anyways, but my point with that was not to necessarily criticize Bogarts, but you think he's going to have a bounce back here. I think Hanley Ramirez is going to have a bounce back here. Why? Because we've seen that he can do that. We saw his first year here, he sucked. The next year here, he was an all-star caliber player, playing first base, a solid glove over there. Okay, So I, I see that, and I know his approach this year changed to more of what he was in his first year with the Red Sox. 2016, Xander Bogarts, 157 games, 21 home runs. Uh, he hit 294. Okay, so it was the year before. Eight, 802 OPS. Yeah, so the year before he didn't hit any home runs, but he had a... Uh, it was three, three something. Yeah, yeah, 320 batting average. 320 batting average. He finished second in, in the, so, uh, the batting so, average. So the problem with... The, you said, oh, well, Hanley did it before. He had a bounce back year. And maybe he did. Maybe the magical Tom Brady bands will cure everything, <laughs> and he'll be okay. But he, but when you're talking about shoulders, as, a, as we know, you play the great game of baseball... Shoulders are like the death knell for players. Yes, they are, and the problem is that you get. And I don't want look. I don't want to get too scientific here, Rob. Um, oh, please! But <laughs> but I, I do have a background in training. You know, high level athletes. Oh, too. really? Yes, not not major league guys, but I've really? worked with college guys. A few uh, guys who played in the minors. Oh, yes, really? I have. Did uh, you have to wear a lab coat when you did that? <laughs> 
not to that extent. No, God. no. I was, I was like, as as a strength coach, what I what I'm trying to get at is, how much you, can you bench? How much can I bench? More than mutt, I'll tell you that. Oh, oh yes, really? I can. I have video proof of that too. You do? Yes, I do. Like I have video what? Proof. You side by side with mutt benching? No, I have mutt's done two twenty five. I've yeah. done two fifty, and I have video of me doing two fifty. Well, why? First of all, why would you take video of yourself to because bench because I was trying to get what into kind of personal? <laughs> well, you, is this going to put going on your resume? <laughs> no, it's I mean, not going like, on my resume. It's for my own my own personal benefit, I guess, because I like to have it and a reminder. This is where I was, and I can get back there when I want is to. This is like your Tinder page? No, it's not my, t- my Tinder page. I've tried Tinder before. It doesn't work that well. I, I, I this is like a picture of you benching. No, it's video of me benching. I was also going for the <laughs> thousand pound club, Rob. So I was I needed to have the video of you all put that. that on your baseball reference page. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what I was trying to get to in all of this before, before you said to just take a dump on me was um, crap. You made me lose my train of thought. You trained. Oh, yes. So no, but dealing with guys shoulders, shoulders. Yes, exactly. Dealing with those guys. Um, that's why I get worried with Hanley playing first base because he's got to throw a lot more. It's going to aggravate his shoulder more. That's when we saw it coming up a little bit more often. I know what happened at the beginning of the season, but the other thing is he's got. It was, by gig- the way, his left shoulder was being sur- having surgery. That's on. fine, but he. he, he, he Fine, but the thing is, Rob, you look at his shoulders. You've seen it. His shoulders are as big as as a human being's head. I don't care. That that, that makes a big difference because he, that's why his shoulder has so many problems moving around. It doesn't work he said, properly. He said that he's way. using the bands this year. Well, that well, I don't know what to he tell he, you. he admitted. He admitted to me. I remember the moment he admitted to me. Just shortly before he said, "Follow me. I'm going to show you my Tom Brady bands." How long has he been using them for? No, I'm not. He was using it for a week back that back then. My point. Yeah, that's, that's my, my, my okay, No, no, exactly. no, no, no. no. I, I'm going to agree with you. It's too yeah, late. Thank you. So I, I'm going to agree with you that he said that he. It's bizarre that he he admitted to doing this. He said he lifted too heavy last year. He was lifting for strength. Like to your point before, that's not what you did two years ago, and it worked. Like, what is this obsession with with getting big? Exactly. I have no problem with him trying to add a little bit of muscle, but you got to add it in the right places, and he's putting it on his shoulders, and that's why he's getting hurt all the time. Why the hell? You, you wanted to agree with me in the whole thing. And in the meantime, you just try to just What's, give No, me- I have to question your, your credentials. You're questioning I mean, my integrity? Well, I resent no, that. You're like, you're like, you know, it's like, you're like the person who said, oh, I know what it was like for Gordon Hayward to fracture his ankle. You know, as, I, I it's also, apparently worse to, in the to six, sprain it. In, in, the 60, in the 60 and over league, I, I also sprained my ankle, and, and it took me a long time. to. I've never felt the same since. If you're going to call me Pitcher Nick, then I have to be trusted with some level of you, credibility. I'm going to call you Trainer Nick now. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. You can call me whatever the hell you what want. What is this like this this thing about, you know, <laughs> what is this thing about I I, I bench press more than Mutt. I have visual, visual because proof. Mutt's the because Mutt's talked about it on the air. He gets made fun of for it on the air. Um and I I don't know. It's, you asked how much I bench. I think we're going to have said, a bench off. You, you you can give me a month because No. I, Okay, fine. Why? Why can't you? Because because we had because Robin, we had the media game. I I couldn't do bench. I could not bench from what was it February we until last. We weren't benching at the media game. I, I that's my God, Rob. I'm gonna, I swear to God, uh, this already starting with right, the frustration. Good. All right, um, that's what I like. From February until the media game, I did not do any barbell bench because otherwise it would hurt my shoulder when I was throwing in the game. And as you know, I throw a little bit harder than everybody. Otherwise, I would go out and hurt myself. Like Hanley Ramirez has. I know it's his left shoulder. I understand that. But again, runs into issues when you're doing improper exercises. I did not want to get too scientific with it or anything. But that's (laughs) 
where it is. And if you want me to bench against Mutt and have a bench off, that's fine. I'll do it. I'll do the and I'll do the, the, the Peter King challenge too if you want to. I'll oh, you will more than forty five pounds of four reps too, like Minahan. Okay, did. all right, we'll get to that. So <laughs> let's get back on the Jesus rails here. Lord, this is your fault. <laughs> no, that's why, that's why you're here. Uh, um, you're 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 a more educated version of Evan Drellick. Okay, I honestly I can live with that, yeah. and a better looking version too. Let's, I, I think yeah. that's pretty fair. Yeah, well, come on, there's like, there's, a, there's a lot of weirdness going on. There. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, uh, he actually pulls a lot of girls. I don't, I don't know how that happens. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He so probably, I, he probably I, put, I, you I, know what? I, he does. He puts a lot of effort into that, unlike he does with the show. Oh, part. it totally. It's, it's, it's for Evan. It's totally like it's the Mike. I just saw the same thing with Mike Napoli. Mike Napoli, when he a girl got like when he talked to a girl, it was like boom, totally different demeanor. <laughs> I would say it worked. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, oh, you're, you're, it'd be so, such a pleasure to be served by someone with such beautiful brown eyes as yourself. Like, that's Nick. I mean, I mean that's not that, Nick. That's, that's, that's Evan. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. Rep- that's uh, semi-reporter Evan. Yeah, ex- exactly. I, I don't have a game like Evan does. I just have a look, and it just works. That's good. Anyways, right. back to the getting on the rails. Um, look, at the end of it with the hitting, I'm fine with Martinez. He's like my 1B. I prefer Giancarlo Stanton. Um, but again, if you can get him, then that's going to work well. I also think trading those guys helps with filling in spots. You know, you're wor- we're worried about getting which which outfielder would you trade? I would, Jackie get, Bradley in a heartbeat. Right, again, okay, okay. But so, if you add Xander with that, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. Okay. So you're filling in the gaps with those two guys. In mm-hmm. um, but once again, it's I don't know if you're trading at peak level. Like so, when you talk about Jackie Bradley, Jackie Bradley a year ago, actually two years ago. Two years ago, when Dabrowski's first offseason with yep. the Red Sox, yep. I know that teams wanted to get Jackie Bradley. And he was coming off a crappy year. Mm-hmm. But he could play defense. But I know, for instance, Kansas City at least expressed some interest. Like, hey, you know, Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy for Jackie Bradley. Which, to me, was a really interesting trade. Mm-hmm. Danny Duffy, he had problems this year, but he ended up being a pretty good pitcher. Um and the Red Sox said to all these teams, no, 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 with Jackie Bradley. They did, it was the same offseason. They did the same thing with Eduardo Rodriguez. So now I don't think they're going to be saying no, 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 number one, because you're closer to contracts running out. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. not as valuable. But also it's, I, I think that they will entertain these things, but not the things that you're talking about. I, I just don't see them unloading too pieces along with other stuff to two major league pieces like that for one guy for one guy who hit now, mean, as many i don't know how many i might be wrong i might be wrong and and I, I, honestly i don't see miami doing it either they might not but here's the other thing too that i forgot to mention earlier rob if you add in a pitcher there because the red sox have, well, have Rodriguez? No, no, no. They, if, if you added in Eduardo Rodriguez, which is that, exactly who I was thinking of, but you can't do that now. Mind reader, all right, because of the injury. Yep. Yeah, you can't. Yes, and, and that was the guy. I mean, to yes. me, absolutely. Yep. That was the perfect guy to add in. The guy who has the he's shown the potential for the upside for top of the rotation pitcher. Yet he's frustrating as crap. Yeah, only twenty four, twenty five years old. Still a lot of value. I mean, he was the perfect guy to include in a trade like you're, you're talking about, but. That that is off the table, Nick. Yes. Off the been, table. Been, well, here's the thing you got to think about, too, Rob. He had, so Stanton had 59 home runs last year. Do you know how many the Red Sox hit? Off the top of your head, I have in front of me. Just, 58. 168. I know. Just think about that. That catapults the Red Sox that's past 50, the Yankees. That's, that's 59 more home runs. Not past the Yankees, but it's pretty close. Yes, I, um, thank you for, for the simple math. I appreciate that. I couldn't figure that out myself. Um, but that's my point. You, you get a guy like him. You if. 
the the losing Erod is an is an important part because when I first was thinking about all this, Erod was a big part of that trade. But look, St- uh, JD Martinez yeah, you need, helps a lot. They're not they're gonna want they're gonna want a pitcher. Yeah, they they are absolutely. I agree with you one hundred percent because that was the that was the third piece. I mean, that's what that's what made that, yeah. that Chris Sale trade amazing. And I know at the oh. time everyone said, "Oh, it was a, it's a good baseball trade, good baseball trade." I was shocked when I heard that the, the Mikata and Kopak. I'm like, okay, well, where's Jackie Bradley? Where's the major league starter? Mm. That's amazing to me, and that usually doesn't happen. Uh, but it did that, and and so let's go back to the. I love that move, by the way. I, I'm so glad. For Mon- sale? I love that move. Getting rid of Mankata. I, uh, I wanted. I want no part of John Mankata. Well, we saw the difference with Devers and Mankata, and I don't know Mankata. Obviously, he, up, upside is I think is off the charts, and, just like it was with BJ Upton, right? Yeah, you know, but it is amazing when when Mankata. You go back to when they had Mankata come up, and he's a third baseman, and you you see his like Machado like arm to th- from third base. It was like, oh my goodness, this guy can run, he can throw. He can jump. Yes, he, he can do. Every, he can do it all. Everybody's enamored by his biceps and his strong arm. I yeah, get it, but, but I've, know, he, he, I've never been a fan. I, just, I haven't. I well, you know, I, from what I've seen for Devers, I'll take I'll take the consistency of Rafael Devers, the yes. baseball player. Which, by the way, everyone's railing on his defense, and and I don't. I think it's it's totally correctable. Yeah, I mean, he made he made the plays that you say. I don't know if he'll be able to make that play. Mm-hmm. Like those are the plays he made. Yep. The plays he didn't make are the plays that you're like, yeah, you know, he'll those he'll, are those yeah, are he'll clean it up. Plays. He will clean it up down the road. Absolutely. I, I think some of the plays he made, like at the end of the year, even in the playoffs, like they the were barehander up, without Tuve. Obscenely good that was, play. That was the play of the season. Right. Was that barehander without Tuve. It's, and it's, it's bizarre that like that, that people are saying he can't play defense. Guys who can't play defense have no shot at making that play. Yeah, there's people trying to poke holes in it. Look, and you got to give up a little bit too. Do you want uh, do you want Devin Marrero playing third base every day who can play defense or do you want Rafael Devers who can hit home runs unlike the rest of this freaking team? Yeah, he'll be fine. So, exactly. but so so where else do you fix things? I um, mean, I look at the bullpen too. That's the other thing. Look, I I I'm a one of uh I've always had faith in Kimbrel. I know he did not do well down the stretch and he's not been the guy we wanted him to be since he got here. Um but, or expected him to be, I should say. But I've followed him since you know he was with the Braves because I've always just you know he throws hard. He's right-handed pitcher, uh, obviously very effective. I just enjoy watching him pitch. Um, but you need to have another guy who you know when it gets to this time of the year. Uh, next year, who you can kind of rely on too. Besides him, hopefully take a little pressure off him, help him feel better. But I, I thought of that as well, pitcher Dick. And I, I I will say this: the, here's the problem. For two years, you've chased that guy. For two years, you've chased with Carson Smith and you've chased with Tyler Thornburg. And I can't see them allocating more to to that position. If you think that Carson Smith is going to come back, if you think Tyler Thornburg is going to come back, if you think that That's Joe— right, Thornburg. I completely forgot. But, you, but I want a guy who—look, my— I, I know. I know. In a perfect world, yes. In a perfect world, you go out and sign Greg Holland, Right. Uh, Greg Holland or Wade Davis is my guy. I know he's struggled a little bit in this postseason, but Wade Davis okay, is yeah, the guy. Okay, so either one. But those guys are going to want to close somewhere. They're going to get more money because they're going to close somewhere. It's it's a luxury item that they just aren't – they tried to already go down this road the last two years by making trades for the exact guy that you're talking about. And I don't. I just can't see them doing it again. Well, see, it's not those aren't the exact guys I'm talking about because those are the guys who don't have the same level of experience. I mean, Wade Davis. Well, has they tried. Been they there. tried to trade Travis Shaw for Wade Davis, and they said no. But he's a free agent, Rob. We're talking about you know going Wade Davis. No, I, I understand, but they're not going to allocate that money for that position. They, they just aren't. They should allocate some level of because we've seen some that level, they need it. But some level isn't going to get it done. 
They, I, Robert, I don't know. You asked me how to fix this I know, team, but I'm I want you to be realistic. I'm trying to be I, realistic. I know that you're a personal trainer, but I mean, <laughs> like, it's like, and you can bench press more than mine. Yes, but I all can. I ask you is that you're realistic. You know, he has an advantage, too, because he's significantly shorter than yeah, I am, too. The short arms. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Less distance. Yeah. But anyways, I, I, I'm, tell, this, I'm trying to be realistic. If Thornburg can come back and, and pitch, then that's fine. But, you know, they're not the luxury tax is not going to be the same issue for them this year, right? Because they will stayed be, under it. It'll still be with somewhat of an issue. With, with somewhat of an Okay, someone of an issue. Fine. But in other words, in other words, I can't see them going out and siding a JD Martinez or Eric Hosmer and a what it's going to cost to get a close another closer on this team. Mm-hmm. I can't see them allocating that because the other problem they have with this roster is that there's not a lot of places where you can free up money. Like Hanley, we just said this. This isn't good luck trading him. And no, if you trade him, you eat money, and then you get into the same problem I, I articulated before. The, the other guys, they're so young, they don't make enough money. They have a crap load of guys up for arbitration. All right, you pair off some of those guys. Fine. But still, that's not going to be the be-all, end-all. There's one guy in here who we haven't touched on at all, and Nunez would be the logical replacement for this guy. Pedroia? Yep. And, and look, you're— But he's you're, not trained. Well, well, he's he's going he, to potentially be out for most of the year. But what I'm, well, what I'm saying is your coworker, so brilliantly, after they lost the last game, John Tomasi asked— uh, paraphrasing here, if uh, he's going to be able to do you know this, you know the 162 games, the, the the grind as everybody always labels it, you know day in day out, you know if he's going to be able to keep doing that moving forward because it doesn't look like he can, Rob. He, he's been you know he's been dealing with these. Injuries. I would be shocked if he does not have surgery and he, if he's not out a significant part of next year. Yeah, I, and that's what I'm saying. But what if what if the, so you have to replace? Him. What if the, yes, and and hopefully and Eduardo Nunez was as long as he's healthy enough, you know they you know he can do it right you away. Also if have, not, you have to have like Lynn fill in. But what I'm saying, Rob, is that if what if Pedroia is told, Dustin, you're never going to be the same player again. Your knee's not going to allow you to move around like you want to. But they're going to give him every opportunity to do that. They're going to give him every opportunity to come back, whether it's this year or next year. That's that is not changing. I'm saying, what if he's? What if it changes his mind? Well, then he'll retire. But I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to. I mean, I think that unless I'm wrong, but. I think and that money's still on the books either way because I'm thinking of uh, Bobby Bonilla, right, who had the money on the books for the Mets for years. It doesn't. Yeah, so that, that so wouldn't matter. I'm, just, I'm no, trying to deal with the money because you're right, all concerned but, about the money. Right. Uh, well, like, that's the problem. That's why we're doing this exercise. There's no easy answers. And this is why when people say, well, turn over the roster. Like I did the whole thing right after the year about going through each position. And the reaction I got on Twitter, oh, fine, you want to bring back the entire team. Well, other than a few tweaks here and there, you don't have a lot of options. There, there is going to be something that we're not thinking of that comes up. But this goes through. I mean, the starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. W- yeah, what's, what's the avenue here? Yep. I mean, you aren't you can't trade Price right. probably, and because of his elbow, because of his contract, uh, Porcello coming off a terrible year. You can't say, oh no, no, you're going to get the guy who's was worth twenty million dollars a year the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't Drew Pomerantz. You know he's in the last year, mm-hmm. so uh, why would you want to trade him? Because you you need good. I starters. actually believe in Porcello next year too, going forward. Yeah, I do too. I think he'll be much better. Yes, um, it's hard to be worse so, than what he was. So you you don't want to trade Palmer and still under reasonable money. Yes. Um, and then you have Chris uh, Sale, obviously Chris, untouchable. Yes, Chris Sale, untouchable. Yes. And then you have you know the, the fifth guy is probably going to be Stephen Wright right now. And again, there's not there's not. 
guys that you would say, oh, well, you trade that guy and go down wrong. Devers, you aren't trading. Right. Okay, Bogarts, you said you maybe trade, but still, mm-hmm. what are you getting back and what do you need? You know, yeah, I'd only trade Bogarts in, in Bradley Jr. And if you could trade a pitcher, I would only do that under the circumstance that you're getting Giancarlo Stanton back. Otherwise, I wouldn't mess with it. This is the last part of the equation I want to get to in, because it's when we look at this roster – we talked about the financial part of it. What do you do? you got to find a power bat. Where do you put that? Another aspect of this, sort of what I talked to with Johnny Gomes about, which was that clubhouse that clubhouse guy, the guy who is going to have an impact on, on leading this team. It's not, it's not just the manager. It's not just the coaches. The guy. In, in 2013, we have plenty of examples like this. I actually think Nunez is a guy like that. I agree with 100%. Yeah. And yes. But it is, you always have to err on the side of talent, and there's not a lot of other places to find that guy. The catching position where you had David Ross and Jared Slothalamakia, you have Christian Vasquez, San Leon, and potentially Blake Swihart. You're not that works. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the things that it seemed it seemed like it actually is a, is a feasible thing for them going forward. Um, so where do you, where do you get that other guy? Well, this is why I've you know look, and I know we're going to talk about the manager more when they name the manager. But this is why when it first started, you know, I, I know there were the three obvious candidates who we've all heard got their interviews. But the guy that I really wanted, as much as Cora's again a one B option like Martinez for me, I really wanted David Ross as the guy to take over. I know he has no managerial experience or coaching. As manager, experience. yes. Yes, I did. Go, what, what, go ahead. You guess you're going to say Trainer no, Nick now, or I can no, bench more than David Ross. No, no. the point no, is, pitch, that he, he's I, a, I like Pitcher Nick thinking outside the box. I liked him because he's a guy that some of also guys, another friend of the podcast, by the way, uh, David Ross. Been on numerous times. Ha, well, he's look. He, I have a video that, that he proclaims the only reason he's on Dancing with the Stars is because of being on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I did. I had. I had no idea. We'll I'm, tweet that out. Yeah. <laughs> well, my my point with David Ross is you have a guy like Pedroia who's played with him, uh, Bogart. Played with him briefly. You know, when you have guys who have experience with them, they're going to respect him more. And then maybe they are able to, maybe not Pedroia, but maybe Bogarts in a way takes on that role where if somebody like David Price, you know, goes and gives him, well, lip, well the, then it's not going to happen well, in the, the same the, 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 No the, more manager David nonsense. Is no, no. I mean, this is this is. There's a different it, level it, of respect it, for a guy it, like David it, Ross. It, it, Gomes said it perfectly. It said that managers and coaches are like the the parents to a ten year old kid. Like, that's what it is like. It, it was a perfect analogy. Yes, it is. Because that's what it is like. Yes. It's like, I am, I'm, I'm kind of going to listen to you, but not really. But if I have one of my peers who is a little bit older telling me, that is the biggest difference. And that is one of the things, absolutely, that, you know, I think Price was trying to be that, but it obviously was in a misguided way. And also, yeah, just a little bit. Start, starting pitchers. Starting pitchers isn't aren't typically those guys as well. No, you, it should you, never be. Pitchers no, it's are so weird. Look, it's, you know, you know who was a good example of this was the guy who you know is is vying to be the manager, Alex Cora. Cora was the guy who it wrote this. There are numerous examples of this, but some of these examples that I remember was Eric Gagne when he came in. Eric Gagne blew saves. He told Eric Gagne, "You have to stand in front of your locker." When Alex Cora blew an important bunt attempt in in the middle of the playoffs. He stood at in front of his locker in full uniform, basically facing out, mm-hmm. saying, Ask, start asking me questions now. And don't you think that all these other guys are that is what they need to see? They don't yes. need, they don't need to see the I'm not talking to the media. Right. They don't but need I, to see that. I, I agree with you, but my here's what my concern is with all this, Rob, is that you yes, I agree with you hundred percent, and that's why I'm totally fine if Cora's the guy who ends up being named manager. But David Ross I look at him, and, and some of these guys might just dis- go and disrespect Cora, and they might just say whatever. They don't have ties with him. These guys don't have; they didn't play with him. 
But if you look at a guy like Ross, they did. So if someone's going to go disrespect him, then I think Wait, the players who, will police who ties? him. Who had ties with David Ross? I did, Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, he had, and he's like best friends with Alex Cora. Who else had ties with David? These, Xander Bogarts as a rookie? Well, what I'm what, yes, but he still I mean, he still played with them. It's, it's the he same, still had a, it, he still had an experience it's, with them. It's the same idea. It's the same idea, and it that only goes so far. I can tell you. Like I understand the David Ross thing, but it, it's David Ross. If you want to put him as a coach, as a bench coach, as a go between, um, but I I just don't think that's happening. I don't think David. No, Ross it's not. It's not going to happen. They no, I only I don't think David Ross wants to do it. But I think that I, I will applaud you for the thinking that. You get that type of manager that can maybe relate to these guys a little bit better, right? Yes, I'm right on the same page with Johnny Gomes, which makes me feel really good about it. Do you have boots on the ground, too? <laughs> boots on the ground. <laughs> Johnny's the best. Uh, yeah, it's something else. All right, so anyway, I, I'm starving. I got to go eat. I got to go home. And uh, But picture yeah, Nick, too. good job. Yeah, sorry to keep you here so long. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. What I'm do you think of these palatial uh, broadcasts? podcast studios oh these are nice these are much uh much nicer it's environment it, it, it's a much nicer environment than i'm used to it's weird kind of doing a podcast in a beanbag chair though <laughs> isn't it it's a little weird it's a little bit too relaxed for me i'm not used to holding the mic the whole time too that is strange to me i'm used to you know having it right in front of me but i'll tell you what it's very comfortable mm. um you know i i'm very happy to be here and it's did uh, it take you off guard when the girl in the bikini came over and came in in the middle of the podcast and gave you the drink yeah and then she said um she asked me do you know evan Drellick? yeah, yeah it was really strange because like why do you care if I know who Evan is, yeah, yes. he's not important. He's not a big deal. But I don't know. That's you. We should start making a thing. How many times we're going to mention him? Three. Yeah, I don't. Man. He wants you to man. Pseudo pseudo reporter Evan. Yeah, well, we can't help it. It's just he's just an easy target. I don't know. Yeah, that's about. okay. Well, maybe maybe he'll be. Uh, no, he, he's begging. He is begging. He begs me to come on this podcast. <sighs> he he was actually. I gave that's him sad. the opportunity. We did fifty minutes on this pod. A fifty minute podcast, right? Fifty minutes. Must have been pulling teeth. It, no, it, it was. It was. He couldn't shut up. Oh. He he. I he could not. He kept talking over me, and I'm oh, listening oh. to it. It was the only podcast in the history of this podcast that I couldn't use. I couldn't use it. It was unusable. <laughs> I threw it away. He he he's very bad when it comes to that. Like he he steps yeah. on your toes yeah. all the time. Yeah, I don't get it. That's why you're here. Good yeah. job, Nick. Thanks, uh, we'll uh, so next one we're 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 convening and we're going to figure out what what flurry of entertaining Bradford shows we have in the off season because I don't know if you knew this. The off season, Red Sox off season, most popular sport in Boston. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you next time. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. 
Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Are you tired of being tracked online? There's a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. As America celebrates Juneteenth, join me, Femi Redwood, the host of the Beyond Black History Month podcast, as we continue our special series. To how one man's love helped build a strong black community after freedom. He was just a man that truly believed in family. To how the spirit of Juneteenth connected many in the diaspora. You can find Beyond Black History Month on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.